Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Year. What's up? Thank y'all for joining us for another version of King Vision, a vision of a king. I am Brother Omar. I got QB coming in. Maybe Torrance will come in. All good might come in. Um, yeah, man. I hope everybody had a good day. Um, some DJ just like like all of my posts on IG. That's kind of creepy. Oh, word, word. He a DJ for the... Uh... Okay, so that's not creepy. That's a little bit better. Um, but I hope y'all had a good day. Kingston over here doing his thing. He got the 80 socks on. Um, Niner Nation. But yeah, um, today, man, I just, I, I, I wanted to talk about, um, who the black leaders are. Um, this whole thing came into play because, um, I saw that Umar Johnson had a, um, uh, back and forth with uh, Roland Martin on his show, um, and in that back and forth, um, he a couple things happened. Um, the first thing was uh, some people were saying, and, and like I said, I'm gonna have to repeat some of this too once some other people jump on. But um, one of the things that they talked about was kind of dating outside your race. And Umar Johnson said that he don't respect the black man that date outside his race. And they had a biracial girl on there who was very free love. You love who you love. Um, which she's blatantly biased because she's biracial. So she has a connection to um, white people. That's very personal. Um, and, you know, I never really thought about dating outside the race. Like, I, for me, um, I get close, but I, I don't know that I ever jump straight over. And um, But it was never conscious like a, I don't want to date a white woman because of these reasons and it's negative. It's more like, um, at least growing up, it was like, well, what are we going to talk about? Like, I was a Pastor Troy fan. So me and my white girlfriend going to listen to Pastor Troy, like as we were riding to eat dinner, like, I mean, and now that I'm older, it's like, that's not really that far fetched, but then it was like, you really didn't know it wasn't public, you know, that not, not too many people was mixing up like that. And so that was interesting. They say he didn't, that was interesting that he said he didn't respect a man that would do that. Cause it's a lot of men out here that date white women, black men. And um, they even, so Umar Johnson claims to be the descendant of uh, Frederick Douglass. Um, And he clarified that by saying like, Frederick wasn't his relative. It was like uh, somebody married in. And so like maybe his mom, his mom's like, or Frederick or his his great, great, great granddaddy was, Frederick Douglass's cousin or something like that. And so it's like he's related that way. He's not a direct descendant of the the man. So that was dope to hear that because when he say he's a descendant, most people kind of jump on it and be like, oh, he's just like that. Uh, what's the word? Validates his claim and his presence. Um, so that was interesting. Um, and so you know, the interview went on and um, some things were said. Umar called uh, a couple of people on the panel, Coons. Roland Martin slowed the, he like stopped traffic and was like, you know, I don't, we don't use racial, uh, and I'm, it's not, it's a word, man. I'm about to butcher it. Um, I say it again. Is it epitence? We don't use racial epi something. It's an epitence or epi something. Um, that's not a word. It's one of them words that you say when you're trying to be smart, but you wouldn't use it in a regular conversation unless you know the meaning of the word. I'm kind of trashing people by saying that they don't know what that means, but I don't know what it means, so I'm going I'm to I'm do it like that. But um, he's saying he don't allow it, 
So he was all, all up in arms that he said they was cooning, and they were cooning um, because they asked him some questions, and he would be in the middle of answering, and they would just start talking, like start cutting them off and start, you know, inserting their opinion, and it just kind of got out of hand where it was like, what was the point of bringing him on the show? Like y'all brought him on to ask him a question and not really give him a chance to answer. Like y'all, it's like y'all pretty much gave the narrative to the people where it was like, um, so he believes these things and a certain type of black person don't agree with him. So you bring him on the show and instead of having a dialogue between two different thought processes, you pretty much just shut him down and said, you know, what he believed is not the valid way to go. Um, and he, at a point, was just kind of like, what's the point? So he he finally got his little answer off at the very end. But mm, during the whole time, um, he was pretty much saying, like, you know, y'all are, y'all are kind of cooning me. Y'all ain't really trying to hear me out. Um, and so, you know, watching him kind of struggle with all of that was kind of like, oh, okay, well, you know, he's usually pretty articulate and even – like he done got mad. I remember when he had this the whole thing with uh another person in the conscious community and he was cussing and it was this whole big thing and it was like more of a rap beef consciousness. But um so you've seen him heated and he he's he's fallen in that way publicly before. So it was cool to see him not really fall like that again. Um but then it kind of made me question because Umar has been up under a decent amount of scrutiny. Um, um, he's been under a decent, a decent amount of scrutiny, but um, everybody don't really care for him. He had that situation with the dancer where apparently he had a relationship or some kind of interaction with um, a dancer, a stripper is what I'm talking about. And um, so people questioned him then. Then they, I know he had some, uh, he was scrutinized for his education and people were kind of saying like, um, you know, does he have a degree? Are these degrees legit? Where are they from? Um, all this stuff, um, to kind of bring him under fire. And then it made me think about like, well, who would be considered the black leaders of today? Like who are the what's considered leaders of the black community? And there's some people that came to mind. Um, Umar was one of them. Um, Roland Martin is one. I remember I got into this argument with this Delta um, at a conference because she said I wasn't on my shit because I didn't know who Roland Martin was. And because he was an alpha, I should know who he is. And uh, this is probably nigga shit, what I'm about to say, but Roland Martin ain't never did nothing for me. Like, he a dude that's on TV that's a black dude. And from what I can tell, He's successful, but he ain't nobody that I would tell my son, this is a man you should look up to. He got some deeds that's, you know, admirable, but it's a lot of black men out here that got deeds that's admirable. And so because he's on TV, I should know him. And because he's this, he's, he's this leader that's been put in front of me, I should look up to him. Like I look up to my dad and myself and God, and that's kind of it. Like the rest of these dudes is just regular people with flaws. So it's like, how are we, how who are who are the people that's considered leaders and who who picking these people? Because from what I can understand, um, a leader is selected by the people. You don't really get a leader that's put in front of you, and that's become like Al Sharpton was somebody that was put in front of us, and then he just kind of worked his way, and then now a good chunk of older people rock with Al Sharpton. Um, Roland Martin has, was put in front of us, and then because of you know he he say certain stuff, but like. Roland Martin got some even even in how he even in how he conducted himself and how he moved, that's not something that I would look up to. Even his mannerisms are questionable to me. Like there's nothing about him that makes me say, Oh man, he's he's the end all be all when it comes to black men. And so then I was like, Well, who else? You know? You got Umar Johnson and you got Roland Martin and you got Al Sharpton. And I was like, Of course you got Obama. Um because he's a black, you know, he's considered the black leader. Um, but then with Obama, it's kind of like, well, how much of the black experience is Obama even familiar with? Like, he's a black man, and he's in America, but 
he wasn't raised in the same kind of environment and his reality wasn't the same as the the typical black experience, black male experience in America. I'm pretty sure he faced a lot of adversity coming up and he went to some pretty amazing schools where being a black dude at these schools had to be difficult. But, um, you know, he's not, um, he, he was kind of put in front of us too. And he wasn't that organic kind of leader um, where it's like this person was known for their work in the community. And then, you know, they known for being in the community, they known for their work in the community. Then they got into politics and then they re- rose in the ranks in politics. It's kind of like you heard about him one year and then the next year he was running and he was kind of popping already. And um, we didn't know a whole lot about him and, he got a lot of questionable stuff around him, but because of the fact that he black, we don't even ask the questions. We just be like, well, it's a black dude that was president. That's what's up. Which again, I mean, on some level, you got to kind of run with that just because that's the example. That's the example. And that example is better than no example. And Obama is a good representative of people as an educated dude who kind of got his stuff together, who presents a nice image. He's a great image for blackness, but um, I don't know, again, that he's that image that you would kind of align yourself with 100%. What you say, Kingston? You think so, too? You didn't even see Obama as president. Yeah, whatever. So, it's one of them things where, like I said, I was like, well, who else? And I just kept thinking, and it's like, well, I'm aware of some people, like, I'm, I'm aware of Dr. Phil Valentine, and uh, Dr. Layla Africa and uh, what's the old boy name? Uh, Bobby Hemet. But these are all kind of, see, even with these people in context, like I came across these people looking for certain information and some of them deem themselves as leaders and others don't. Some of them have been deemed leaders, but um, you know, it took me to a public place too, where it's like, well, I know about these people because I'm looking for certain information and they are, leaders of this information, but if you just ask the person on the street who this person was, people probably wouldn't know. And so going back, like, all right, well, who's that leaving? Then you got um uh people like Colin Powell and you got uh what's the guy that ran for president? The black dude? Ben Carson, ben Carson who's considered a leader. No. But um it's one of them things where again, um Colin Powell is like old and people don't know, they know the historical context of his existence, but um, what's his like current uh, 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 status in the, in the black community. And then uh, Ben Carson has been uh, noted to do some coon coon like things or what's considered coon like things. He's actually said some pretty aggressive things too. And there's actually a video floating around out there too, that say, um, while he gets credit for that uh, medical stuff, he m- may not have actually been the person to, like, maybe he had the idea, but someone else actually completed that first surgery or something like that. Whatever he's known for. Well, pretty much whatever he's known for, there's a video floating around that's saying uh, he may not have been as involved in it, uh, which really don't got nothing to do with nothing, but more to say even him, who with all his expertise in med- in the medical field, um, has fallen under scrutiny and any black leader is going to fall under scrutiny, but, um, it seems like we keep getting people that fall way short of the, um, the responsibilities and stuff. And so, um, so again, I'm still trying to figure out who. And so, um, from there, I start thinking about more people, like more politicians. And it's like, I, I can't think of a whole lot. I think I got torrents. You're yeah, what a- you was good. You got a you got a nice little uh delay going. Yeah. But um yeah, I was pretty much just talking about trying to figure out who black leaders were and naming all the people that I, I could think of, but then I was actually getting to the end of my list. <laughs> um and uh, just trying to figure out really who would be considered a leader of today. Without and I was I, I'm I'm really working my way into entertainment and stuff too. But I'm right now I'm just starting with politicians and community people, 
Um, but for the life of me, I think I'm out of names. Um, and I, I mean, I don't think I am all the way. You. Peace and blessings. Just any kind of leader, man. Just a leader. What's good? What's good? Um, I think we got another delay QB. Uh, just as the FYI. Um, but yeah, just a just a leader, just a somebody that's a leader. Um, in general. And the first people I, I, I thought of was um, like Al Sharpton and Ben Carson and um, what? Al Sharpton. Uh, who else did I say? Umar Johnson and what? Obama. What? Well, I'm just saying people because if you had, depending on who you ask, I mean they gonna say what? that he is. They gonna say I mean depending on who you ask, and so that's why then that's the point of me asking the question too. Like, well, who is? Because some people don't know. Any other people say, outside of Obama, Al Sharpton, and uh, what, uh, Roland Martin? This whole conversation that was started about Roland Martin and Umar well, Johnson and they little exchange. Well, I, I, if I, I didn't give you a little bit, I will say like, well, you, I, I, if I, I didn't give you a little bit, and, and they're people, say, like, you some of them um, are more like, uh, and they're valuable people, some of them, if you will, um, like, more like, uh, like popular leadership. I mean, I don't want, I don't even like using the term yeah, like,
how and both sides, from my perspective, who are in the Roland Martin kind of parts camp, out, like um, who are considered the Democrats and Republicans, and the kind of third, third party, third knowledge, and the kind of third, the third party outside of even those kind of people, the of black people, if you will, people outside of even those kind of you're missing back you're missing the black people that population of black people growing. It's kind of like you're missing. We're missing the role of Martin and his kind of message, his kind of way of being a black man. And neither we fuck with Umar Johnson because we've seen the perils of that as well. So neither we fuck with Umar Johnson because even this conversation kind of perils fine. We ain't got to be perfect, but we want somebody who's true and intent. We ain't got to be perfect, but we want somebody who's true and heart and true and intent. Well. And one point that I kind of harped on was that um, uh, real leaders are selected, not elected and put in front of us. And I think that for the past probably 10 years, we've had a lot of people placed in front of us as our leaders. And it's almost like they're having black leadership tryouts where and, and, it's like different and, and people and presented different up. kind of uh, different kind and, of and, expertises and, and different. Like, Say what now? I was saying that they raise up out of the community, like it's really something that they really. Um, we don't have to raise up out of the community. Like, it's really something that they're saying, like people um, literally handpicked. We don't have as much. Oh, now you're going to be stuck for this entire community. Like people literally handpicked. Oh, now you're going to be stuck for this entire community. Right, right, and it's it's and it's kind of wild because the the dynamic that you, the dynamic that you kind of one of shy away from um is 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 the most common um experience like like you just said like uh even nugget even kingston is mad about this like like you just said it's um it's it's literally a microcosm when you pull together say a older black man and then you bring him in with a younger but supposed to be conscious uh black man even if it's an older black man that's supposed to be a part of that kind of conscious cloth um it is usually an argument it's never really a a meeting in the middle of minds and it's never really a kind of calm and you know appropriate mature conversation between two um two uh in two what do you call two academics it's usually like a pissing contest of knowledge and a pissing contest of who's done more for the community and that's just weird that that's how we roll and the reason why that's so weird is because no one else in our situ- situation and, 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 and the reason why that's so weird is because no one else like, in our situation because there'd be some things that they can kind of agree upon. Like, like even like, as, a, as a person who, because he's been so bred and kind of knowledgeable, I have Who is who, and kind of 
what things mean because I mean me and you we aware of stuff but it's almost like well what was the purpose of bringing him on the show like was it to embarrass him was it to kind of uh, defame him was it to kind of put him down and sh- like show that he's not the scholar that he claims to be because it almost seemed like that was the purpose of them doing it and so it may it brings everything into question where it's like well who is Roland Martin and what is the what is his real purpose in the community if he brought a so-called leader on pretty much to argue with him and tell him that his degrees don't count for nothing and tell him that, you know, his opinion is not the opinion to have. Meanwhile, you brought the rest of the panel is reflective of you and your opinion. It's almost like I said, it's like you brought him up there for the purpose of kind of defaming his opinion. So, um, yeah, that, that's what it kind of did for me. And, um, it, it, it may, it helped me understand that like, you know, this is deeper than what we know. So, go ahead. Can y'all hear me? Go ahead. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Oh, no, I was yeah. just asking what um, station Roland Martin comes on. Oh, no, I was just asking what um, station Roland Martin comes on. TV oh, one. oh, what station? Um, I'm not sure. What, what, what TV One? TV One. Yeah. Oh, okay, he drew up. Okay, yeah, I, I, and I'm not familiar one I, with TV One. One thing I think fascinates me about like what we're discussing as far as like not rocking with the Rolling Martin kind of fascinates me about like um we know what kind of message that is kind of a rocking with the Rolling Martin old style message of like similar to Michael Vick like kind of look good for the camera look good style message like don't look at Michael Vick like don't spark up the black game of the white game of stars. So like we know where his message comes from and even when I heard about like Umar and like. Roland being on the same panel in any space. When I heard about I like, what Umar we were trying to do, because these Roland individuals being on the same panel in any space, have very like, strong opinions of black looks like, or indigenous and African American looks like. I mean, they're never going to be strong with the middle. They're never going to be strong with the middle. They're never going to be strong with the middle. They're never going to be strong with the middle. They're never going to be strong with the middle. They're never going to be strong with the middle. They're never going to be strong with the middle. They're never going to be strong with the middle. They're never going to be strong with the middle. They're never going to be strong with the middle. They're never going to be strong with the middle. It's pretty clear what the purpose is, and that kind of actually takes me to, because um, we've we've covered kind of the political academia. Like we know for sure that there are some deemed leaders, and there are some kind of uh, put in front of us leaders in the in the in academia and in politics. And then you you brought up Michael Vick, and I know there's been like a little firestorm recently about his little comments about. Cause didn't he say something along the lines of? If old boy cut his hair, then maybe somebody will rock with him or something like that. Um, and then it also, I mean, I don't know if that's true. That might have been a meme or something that I saw. Was that real? Yeah. So he said, uh, old boy Kaepernick cut his hair, he might get picked up. And that's interesting coming from Michael Vick, who used to have braids and who used to be like, who kind of is the the quarterback, black, the black quarterback, black sheep, I guess. Um yeah. And it made me question yeah. that side of the game, where it's like, well, well, who are the leaders in athlete athletics? You know, I mean, like Alvin Iverson getting on TV and saying somebody should do something. I mean, like Alvin Iverson getting on TV and saying somebody should do something. Right, <laughs> right. Like, come on. Now. Would you would you like to say to we're in a space where, like, everybody can get this roadmap on, on how to, to live and make it in this system. Like, first roadmap on, like, there's no foolproof way to live and make it in this system. Like, every pathway that you will not make it, we have like African American black make it as a pathway because the system is made in a certain way.
that could be with the person literally for crimes that others committed and he didn't report. Right. Right. Everybody well, has it may it may be like, also kind of go into the the details of everybody has these people. Like, go ahead. Everybody, what? I'm just saying, like even even understanding that Michael Vick is not surprising saying that seeing that I'm he's a victim like, of mass incarceration. Even, even understanding that, that things Vick that got him out and back into the NFL were victims of mass incarceration. Historically, always oppressed it. black men and black people that matter. Imprisonment, religion. Uh, or profession like, corporation. Those three things fall right in line for Michael Vick. Uh, or profession corporation. Those three things fall right in line for Michael Vick. Yeah. They definitely do. And um, it made me think about the kind of Obama uh, syndrome where it's like, all right, so they put another biracial person in front of me and uh, made, me, made that the spokesperson for my experience. And that's very interesting, uh, just from a logistical standpoint. Um, and it, like I said on Roland Martin thing, the little biracial girl was saying, "Love is love is love is love." Absolutely. And it's like, should I should I feel away, um, well, or should I, or is she right? You know, because her experience is her experience. But it's just it's just interesting that that, that these people get put in place when there are tons of other examples. And they get put in place because a lot of people have like. These unfeated questions that people give them answers to, and they get put so in this, place because we're not even thirty years, like forty, fifty years from still implementation of a one-drop rule. Where now we got people who are saying love is love, and it's like still implementation of a one-drop You're not giving a present opinion that has real historical basis and facts. So that's always frustrating that people nowadays want to have this. Um, I've learned so much. I am so wise. I am so knowledgeable about real time. But I'm oblivious to things I've learned so much. I am so wise. I am so knowledgeable about real time. But I'm oblivious to things I've learned about real history and the culture, race, and domination happening. You must have to know less world history and the culture, race, and domination. So do you think that the girl on Roland Martin's show and Colin Kaepernick were ever called nigger? Absolutely. I'm sure Colin Kaepernick was called nigger. I didn't see the uh, Roland Martin show. So I don't Absolutely. Know about I'm sure Colin Kaepernick was called nigger. I didn't see the uh, Roland Martin show. So I don't know about the girl. <laughs> Colin feel, Kaepernick feel, was for sure called nigger. He had braids. That's that. When you're in, when you're outside of, when you're outside like of one of those things where um, the culture that people want to ascribe to you, when you're outside of always you're out of harm's way. Like, um, it's, it's, this the is culture that people want to ascribe um, to from sociologists and psychologists. Like, no, it's, it's not a haven whenever you grow up um, in this rich white neighborhood. Right, community. No, it's not a haven like whenever you grow up in this rich white neighborhood. Biracial people, for some reason or another, grew up in a totally white culture. Irish and Italian don't matter. And still experience racism. Grew up in a totally white culture. Irish and Italian don't matter. And still experience racism. Right. Right. And it's and it's wild in general because it's like on to, on some level you wanna you wanna give them the credit. It's just like okay, you've pretty much had the black experience. Everyone that sees you for sure don't know that you biracial. Um, but you're you have a parent that's white, so on some level you sympathize and empathize with that experience too. So you might not take well, it as personal, um, well, but it's just an interesting thing um, because it's almost well, like that's the formula well, for that. It's way more peculiar than people than most. So it's, it's kind of like um, he has a more, way more peculiar than people than most. So it's, it's kind of like, Dating um, and pregnancy and child, a child than the modern situation. Oh no, we love this child. Child, our interracial modern situation where master the love. No, no, this child was given for adoption. Our interracial baby having to get adopted by another white family. He was given up for adoption, not by the black man who was adopted. He get adopted by another white family. Didn't want to have the child. Given up for adoption, not by the black man who was adopted. Never stands well. Didn't want to have the child. Didn't mm. have the child. Whatever the circumstance was. Right, right, right. And that's crazy in itself too, because again, how many people that are black can relate to that experience um, in itself? Because that's like another layer of who knows what this kid's life was like coming up. If he was an adopted biracial kid, 
Because um, who's, who's to say that that family even dealt with other people in that way? Or if they did, it, it probably wasn't that authentic experience that um, one would get in a, in a like, that's my family in the household. Um, but again, I can't say I'm, I've only had one experience. But it's one of them things where he was already always a questionable leader to me as far as Colin Kaepernick is concerned, because it was very much uh, pressy. It was very media. Like, yeah. he had, like, the pro-black black afro, and yeah. it was just very perfect. Like, everything about it was perfect. So yeah. um, I never really gave yeah. him the gave him the, the title or the crown, but uh, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I'm, just, I'm just echoing those sentiments, oh, because – that's another part of this like black leaders dynamic that we have to. I, 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 I'm just, I'm just echoing those sentiments, bro, because I ain't really that's asking about this like black leaders dynamic that we have to. I want people to accept that I say wild shit. I ain't asking about not all the time. I'm not right. So it's one thing we have to say wild shit. If it's packed not right, if it has GMO, so it's gonna look good. We definitely gonna hop on and eat it. If it's packed right, and that's how and that's how you get stuff in the mouth. And Bird King, the same thing happened with positive messages and all the stuff that they progress. And Bird King, and the same thing happened with positive messages and all the progress. Okay, that's that's actually pretty uh, thoughtful what you just said, and that 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 kind of lead me to the next person, which is LeBron James. Like he got he another person with the package, and he came from the Midwest and single mom, right and you know, he's this athlete and he, he speaks up for stuff and, you know, he's just the guy, you know, but even with that, he's being put in front of you so much. It's like you, you looking at it with, with a kind of twisted up face, like, well, you know, what is his real intention? And is this who he really is or he's doing what he is supposed to what do? Because, I mean, uh, if we talk about an athlete, he might be the it? athlete to look up to behind Steph Curry. And what Steph is only clean because he light-skinned and married. So... <laughs> Who is LeBron James' father? Who is he? Who is what? Who is LeBron James' dad? I haven't, LeBron James I haven't heard speculation. Exactly. Uh, LeDon James? Who is LeBron James' dad? I haven't, I haven't heard speculation of looking for this kid. Right. <laughs> he might be a, a cyborg or something. Who's 6'5", 290-pound runner four four dad is out there right now? Who's 6'5", 290 uh, 290 pound uh, runner, four four dad is out there right now. <laughs> What'd you say, Torrance? I said it's Jesus. <laughs> the only one that is Jesus. Oh, it might be because uh, QB would, says LaGod, James, so that might, you know, you just really don't know, but it's one of them things where. Right, right. He might have been. And he treated like it for sure. I mean, who else had that contract before they even played a game? And that ain't happened since. So <laughs> it's, it's all questionable. And he, he got that kind of passive personality, too, if you really look at him and how he kind of carry himself. Like, he's not that super aggressive. He's big, but he's not that super aggressive personality. He's not Russell Westbrook out there as far as his personality um, until he get mad. But, like, he just – He's just that docile kind of person that you want. But he got some pictures. He got some magazine covers that are pretty questionable. And he got some He got some other stuff. I mean, that's that's probably the most questionable thing about LeBron, but the rest of it is pretty clean. I definitely said docile because he's docile. Cause one thing that Does he not seem that way? People, no, well, I, 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 I absolutely agree, but people not understand what one thing that people would not like. In the current well, context, I, 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 I absolutely agree. Anytime somebody brings up, like, well, this person gets paid million dollars, doesn't have to say anything they do. It's kind of like, you need docility to me to pay million dollars. Choose that other path to fight how you really feel about something. How many times do you I really have a feeling about something because of my job or whatever, whatever. I have to actually say this message and say it. I really have a feeling about something because of my job or whatever, whatever. I have to. I'm gonna sit back and I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of play it cool. Like, that's not what we're here for, man. Like, you weren't, you weren't. I'm gonna really kind of play it cool, and that's it. Like, that's, that's not. not it may be a part like, of your plan, but you you there's way more to than that. And the hostility is in your like, that's not. It may be a part of your bullshit happening around you. It's nothing like the 
the mongrels militia like the the the, the people's <laughs> army kind of deal like where it's pretty much a bunch of young dudes with choppers and no it'd be like the young dudes with the guns and they come and they chop heads off and that's how they gain leadership like they just kind of super aggressive with it um but that's kind of where we at with it like you got grown men in their 30s listening to 21 savage trying to live their life like that's crazy. He he's literally twenty one years old. <laughs> like that's sad. Like you got Joe Button, who's a grown man, going on his podcast and acting like a kid. The parallel is intentional, Omar. Like it's not it's not by accident that you have the same type of culture in Chicago. Almost like it's not by accident. Warfare where you have the same type of culture in Chicago as far as like um. Wow, like, uh, not 10 miles down the road down there where you have, like, nobody, like, nothing can happen, everything's fine, everything's normal. This is a product of the system. This is not just an aberration of just some people taking over because they struggle. Everything's fine, everything's normal. This is a product of the system. This is not just an aberration of just some people taking over because they struggle. Right, right. It's, it's really wild, and it's, it, it, like I said, it made me kind of go back to the whole overall, like, well, you know, who would be a leader in this kind of environment? Because there's so many things. Like, you got people who, like a T.I., who he's trying to be that leader for real. Like, he's really trying to be that hood dude who kind of got conscious and he's trying to even put in his music, but it's just not working. Like, the music's kind of not what's up. I mean, it's straight, but if you're a T.I. fan, it's not good music. And it's it's one of them things where it's hard for you to even take the message seriously from him. And he done worked himself into a place where it's like people on certain sides won't even give him a second look. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you, it's like, there, like you said, there is no perfect person because they either too hood or they too smart or they too white or they too black or they, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, 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 it's always something. Well, that's the thing with black people too. They want that perfectionist. It's like the same reason why they won't go to a black, uh, a black store. That's a part of that's a, that's a part of the the program because um, our next leader that we're looking for is a messiah and understand that that's a part of that's a part of the program, program because um, our next leader that we're looking perfect. for is a messiah and understand that in the physical form that messiah will have his perfection be perfect will be perfect. Well, one thing people always say is like Tupac wasn't Tupac when he was alive. Like he ain't had that kind of like people weren't looking at him like that. Some people were, but it was almost like he he was immortalized in his death. And why did we take it? But he was saying the same. He was saying everything, all of this when he was alive. But it's like the impact is much greater after he gone. And that's the kind of culture we live in where it's like you damn near got to die for people to really slow down and be like, all right, he was on something. He was on something positive. And that's worth listening to and worth kind of modeling my time and my behavior after. It's just like wild that it takes stuff of that magnitude. And even that, that going into music, we definitely ain't had another one of them. That sounds like a story. You sound like what? I said that sounds like a story I've heard. <laughs> I said that sounds like a story I've heard. Right. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, I mean, it's common. But it's one of them things where it's like, like I said, who would it be? And then, then my my next question, of course, is going to be Jay-Z. Is Jay-Z one? Do he count? Because I say no. I've been shitting on Jay-Z and his whole, like, you can't get conscious on me last minute and all of a sudden be the guy. Like, that's not how that works. So... You said what? I said we need T-Pain on this, on this podcast because it's about reverb. I said we need T Pain on this on this podcast because it's that reverb. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a it's a hella hella reverb and, and a little bit of auto tune. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much. Um, we can kind of stop it right there. Um, I wanna, I, I just wanted to, like I said, get a get a little bit of music in there, hit a little bit of hip hop, and see. Um, like I said, if Jay Z count as a leader, because I feel like. You know, he finally older and he finally rapping about what he should have been rapping about when he was 30 instead of saying 30 to new 20 because we own what he on. We at 30, 29, 30, we're on what he's on now. We're on that. So why wasn't he on that? <laughs> like he had way more money than we did or that we do at this point. So it's kind of like, 
I don't give him. I mean, he's a good rapper, but he don't get my vote as leader. That celebrity power. But um, yeah, man. With that, um, that celebrity power. Right, right. And with that, um, I guess we can go into this last word. Um, since the the reverb is there and there's so much delay. We need to figure out for people listening to this man, we really trying to figure out how to cut down on the delay. As I think as long as we doing it the way we doing it and we all in separate places, there's no way to cut it down on it. But uh just bear with us as we try to perfect this whole thing. But um that's not the point of it. The point of it is to talk about uh this black leadership thing and it's my opinion that you gotta be your own leader. If you're looking for somebody to lead you, um understand that they got flaws and they probably got a whole lifestyle that you don't know nothing about. Um, that's not so flattering. So please don't let that person be your leader. And if you do happen to do that, look into your own family and see who actually about that life and about what they say in your own friend group, in your own family. And that's more of a reality as far as looking up to somebody than these people that's being put in front of us. Because Umar Johnson is another one who he got a lot of good things to say, but I would not consider him a leader of mine. So that's that's my last word. I apologize for the delays. Two. QB, you going last? Yeah, I'll go last. Two. Uh, Omar, I was going to say pretty last? much. Yeah, I'll go last. I was going to say something pretty much along the same uh, line. Omar, I was going to say pretty much. Obviously. I think I was people who are something pretty much along the same line. Um, just obviously. version of King Vision. Peace.